Hayes at, at the game. The, 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 the game. The game. It's primetime sports presented by Ideas Tees. Get an in-depth look at what's going on in local sports and a look ahead at the week to come. Let's get it started by joining the primetime sports team for the show here on News Radio WGNS. And good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees. I'm John Dinkins along with Brian Barrett and Rod Edwards and Clark Blair all with us this evening. Well, we're almost all of us are here. One's, one's, one's working. Clark is scurrying to wrap up what he needs to wrap up, and then he'll be joining us. I think he's trying to avoid the inevitable, inevitable which would be the pigskin picks report for this week. Well, he is the commissioner, so it's up to him to report. Well, he's got way too much power. I mean, let's just say it's over. <laughs> let's just say so. We we might as well be the only two picking, really. We, we really should. Well, there is, uh, from from my calculations on an outsider, as an outsider here, I don't know exactly. There's but, a mathematical chance? No, <laughs> oh. no, no. Oh, gosh. No, oh. <laughs> no mathematical chance, but... There is a feverish race for the top two slots. Yes. And the last two slots. It's yes. neck and neck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The haves are, and have nots. What they, do you get for winning the embarrassment bowl? Are are they over are they over 500? Is is are they are they trying to avoid a, a winning season or something? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. We did give um Rod to answer your question a couple of years ago, we gave uh, uh kind of a an award to Steve Luker, you know, for the biggest tank job. Yeah, in, biggest in, choke. Yeah, biggest yeah. choke in history. <laughs> but we haven't had to say that about you and Clark this year. You choked from the very yeah, beginning. A, yeah. We're choking together. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But uh, we've got an interesting show for you tonight. We're going to talk about uh, everything related to COVID, I'm sure. And uh, we'll talk about the upcoming uh, high school schedule. We're big into the playoffs. And we're going to talk all about that as we continue with Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Tease. Don't go anywhere. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. If your old unit needs a tune-up, the professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air service all major brands and even offer same-day service in most cases. Keep your home or business comfortable year-round. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Alsop Heating and Air, your Ring Pro Partner Heating and Cooling Contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Online at PrenticeAlsop.com. Carpets by Osborne. Carpets by Osborne. With you every step of the way. I'm Brad Bug. And I'm Heather Guerin. Inviting you to let Carpets by Osborne renew your home or office. Carpets by Osborne is a family business. And we stand behind our work. Carpets by Osborne specializes in commercial flooring and commercial projects. Visit our spacious showroom at 1402 Northwest Broad Street. Next to Tire World. Or we are happy to come to you. Carpets by Osborne. Parks Auction. We handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Hi there, do I have a home now? $15. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. Hold it to you. You'll feel the difference. 
preference at Jerry Potts Car Care when you walk in the door at 2420 Southgate Boulevard. It's family. I feel we offer an alternative to having to go to the dealer. That's Stacy Potts Orifice at Jerry Potts Car Care. We treat everybody with respect. We're going to fix their vehicle how we would fix our own vehicle and make it safe. And we stand behind everything. Jerry Potts Car Care just off South Church by the County School Board Office. 2420 Southgate Boulevard, 867-6622. You've changed thousands of diapers, played hours of peekaboo and duck duck goose. You'd do anything to protect your kids. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and it's important to protect them with life insurance. I can make it easy and affordable for you to protect your family. You've changed thousands of diapers, played hours of peekaboo and duck duck goose. you do anything to protect your kids. I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, and it's important to protect them with life insurance. I can make it easy and affordable for you to protect your family. Loveless Fine Photography is the official school photographers for Blackman, Central Bagnet, MTCS, PCA, Rockvale, Siegel, and Stewart's Creek. Yes, they take individual photos, but what you may not know is if there's a school event, Loveless is probably there. Sports, choirs, plays, homecoming, band, prom, graduation, the list is endless. And you can view those memories at lovelessphotography.com. Spend some time online, lovelessphotography.com. Check all of their galleries, 615-890-1558. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and on our iPhone and Android apps. Welcome back to the Primetime Sports scene brought to you by Ideas Tees. And, of course, we always have a word about this time from our friends at Ideas Tees. Brian? Well, they are the place here in Rutherford County for school spirit wear, screen printing, embroidery, specialty items, you name it. They've got, uh, they can take care of it all for you, as a matter of fact. Plus, you can get all of your officially licensed MTSU Blue Raider merchandise at Raider Tees. They're located at 910 Richley Road, just off Broad Street, right behind Chewy's and Chili's little street right there is called Richley and uh, you'll run right into Ideas Tees. They can put your logo on just about anything. You need to stop in and see how they can promote your uh, favorite team, your workplace, your organization. They can uh, take care of it all. IdeasTees.com online and they are also the official TSSAA merchandise source. They have been very busy with fall sports and We'll soon get very busy with uh, the football championships well, in let a me, few let weeks. Me, let me put you on the spot, Brian. Okay. What would be a specialty item? Uh, let's see. Let's think about pins. Keychain. Keychains, yeah. They could do that. Um, uh, like mugs with your logo or something like that on there. Uh, all kinds of little extras. So it's not just a clothing No. Outfit. No. There you no. go. Anything that uh, you can think of. They can put your logo on there. iPhone cases. I mean, you name it. Well, I've got two interesting stories to tell you to start off tonight. Hmm. Some funny stories. I don't know if you saw John Rahm in the practice round of the Masters. Uh, he got a hold in one. Did you see this, Rod? You talk about one going over the lake? Yeah. Skipping? It skipped 12 times over the lake over, and then rolled up to the green and went in for a hole-in-one. Wow. That's like the quadruple doink that happened with Rice and, and MTSU. You don't see those kind of things, do you, I Rod? I mean, <laughs> it seemed like, Rod, it was 12 times it, it skipped. Then it jumped up enough that it didn't hit it against the uh, green, which should have been kind of low, went up above and came around and then circled back down and right into the hole. That That's never happened to us, Rod. 
We've no. never had a hole in one. We've had the water. We've had the ball skip in the in the lake a few times, but uh, never in the uh, on a hole in one. Well, uh, let's see. It was yesterday morning after the wake up crew. Hmm. I go to play golf, and I've been playing fairly decent for a crummy golfer. You know what I mean? You know, good golf is usually in the seventies. Good golfers and bad golfers are in the you know like one ten and uh, and up. You can relate, Brian. And uh, so I've been shooting in the, like, I guess, low 80s. You know, it's pretty good. Not bragging, but pretty good for an old, old guy. Well, uh, I went on the tee the other morning, and um, I, it took me – and he, we have a, a thing called a 10-yard rule and, and when we play golf together, a friendly game. Mm-hmm. And if you don't hit it but 10 yards – uh, you get you get to hit again off the tee. Well, I hit it four times off the tee on that one one tee shot. Uh, it wouldn't go any would go ten yards every time, every time, every time. I tried to figure out what was wrong, and I I I, I still to this day I haven't figured it out. I set the world's record I think one time with seven off the tee, and it just occasionally happens. Rod, I don't know what happens. It just my swing gets too fast or something, but. You know, I could relate to John Rom, except what does he do? He hits a hole in one. <laughs> I mean, so that's well, funny stories. I guess they weren't that funny. But anyway, uh, we want to talk a little bit, Rod, this uh, evening about uh, the high school playoffs and uh, it's the big news going on. And we're just got our fingers crossed. And Brian, cross your fingers here that nobody gets COVID between now and the state championship game. Yeah, it, it is a precarious situation. Um, there, there are more and more. It's it's happened in just about every division. I think I haven't looked at at, at any others other than six A and uh, Division two and uh, and and the Class two A. But I think I read somewhere that it's happened uh, in each of them somewhere along the line, either last week or this week. And Rod, when you get down here to, you know, playing in this final 16 and a chance to get in the final eight and the quarterfinals, and I mean, the, it, it gets real right now. And to have that taken away from COVID is just, that would be really tough. Well, it's tough enough to get there. And then you're, you know, you're here, you're excited, and it, it, it just, uh, it's a heartbreak if you can't go, just of course, something like that where you can't physically go and compete if you think you have maybe have a chance uh, to move on in the state tournament. Uh, but it's it's part of 2020, it's just reality of it. And we keep seeing it pop up all the time. Uh, you know, we've had it in volleyball, we, and uh, we're going to may see some more. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, maybe starting next week, maybe we, things will kind of even out a little bit, and maybe we won't have any as we get to the later stages. Well, you know, I did to see, yeah, the, like the semifinal or the finals be affected by it. I, I did ask um, Matthew Gillespie, and I, I mentioned this. Um, I sent an email during last week's show, and he he got back to me real quick on that. But just to reiterate, uh, if that happens the week leading up to the state championship game, let's say that happens in Class Six or Five A or Six A or whatever, and uh, an opponent gets there and they can't participate due to COVID, they just won't have that particular championship game. And the other team will be awarded the state champion, right? Right. Now, you know, you're not awarded a, a win, per se, in any of the previous rounds. However, you 
I mean, you'll have to have a state champion, and there's no way for anybody else to play. Uh, you'll get point. the gold ball. Yeah. Well, and if you're a coach, Rod, right now you have to be just – I mean, it's got to be insane. I mean, it, it's got to be your number one priority. And I'm sure it's been preached and preached and preached, you know, stay at home, don't get out, don't be – you know. Uh, and that's really hard to tell 15-, 16-, and 17-year-old kids – uh, not to do that. And for a while they'll follow it. You think maybe things are okay, and then boom, something happens. You can't let your you can't let your guard down, can you? No, you can't. You know, it's just it's one of those things because you know if, if you're somebody you're around exposed, you're put out. You know, it doesn't it doesn't take many cases to put your team out because of contact tracing. Well, getting off subject a little bit, but but still related to that, the Dodgers, Brian, Justin Turner was found to be have COVID tested positive, went out on the field with no and, and took the team picture with no mask. Now there's several people in the Dodger organization that have it. But they didn't punish them and the reason being or Major League Baseball didn't punish them. The reason being that the guy said, Justin, we want you in this picture and we don't mind we're gonna take the chance, the gamble of you hanging out with us. So that's why he wasn't punished. But didn't he leave that last game? Um, he left the game. He left the game and came back in the dugout and yeah. sat in the dugout now, with a mask on. Did he on. know before the game or did he find out during the game? During the game. He during. found out during the game. Mm-hmm. And then they set him out. And then he came back. He wasn't even supposed to come to the dugout, but he but he came back. And Major League Baseball's ruling that, that they asked him to come back. I don't know where you stand with that because um, – you know that's a tough call right there, and uh, and uh, uh, I understand you want to be with your teammates and that kind of thing, but at the same time, they what they did, they decided they weren't going to punish him because the teammates asked him to come back out there and be in the team picture and everything. You saw Dave Roberts sitting there with his arm around him uh, at the end of the game, toward the end of the ball game. Mm-hmm. They what, should have put him in the the. The ward of the uh, pickup truck or something, the Chevy pickup truck, fucking put him in the back of it behind the group, <laughs> and then that way they wouldn't be exposed. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I think you have to be responsible in that. Um, you know, what would have happened with him coming to sit in the dugout? You know, if there had been another game, but uh, obviously it, there, that was not going to take place so uh, i guess that's why they decided you know what we'll we'll take our chances but um well it wouldn't affect any more games so yeah so it was over with but but it's it 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 becomes a a difference of affecting games and then affecting people because i mean with this thing we really don't know how it it affects different people in different ways and you know so i i think they kind of are threading a very thin line here with that particular ruling. I really thought, John, that they were going to come down with, you know, some punishment for it to set a precedent because baseball is going to have to deal with this in the, in the spring for sure. There's no doubt. And well, unless we can get, you know, 800 million people with the vaccine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, But it's, uh, that's the, that's the, that's the line you have to walk. And, and the high school coaches know that as well, that any, any minute, could change everything, and so uh, we just hope that uh, they they you know will continue to to monitor things and very well. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the playoffs. Uh, Mount Juliet taking on Oakland and and Brian, that is a team that's scary. 
Well, two years ago in the the championship run that Oakland made, uh, Rod, we we all went there and and we witnessed what was a, a, a very very close game with Mount Juliet, and you know they've they've run into the Bears here the last couple of years, but that one was particularly scary. Uh, and, and because they were a really good football team, they they could have very easily that could have very easily been for the state championship the way it looks. Well, I, I think they were driving for the lead. I think it was maybe tied, and then they had a turnover, you know, close to their goal line, and then Oakland was able to, or maybe they were down by a little bit, but anyway, Oakland was able to hang on. So it you know, took a turnover late. Well, last year they in the first half, Oakland was behind Mount Juliet, and Oakland came. Came storming back in the second half and won. Here, here's what's so they're, weird. They're a tough team, and uh, I was reading a little bit on them, and they said that they have probably their fastest defense that they've had, and they did a good job against Warren County. They weren't explosive scoring-wise, but they really stopped, except for uh, one really big play by C.J. Taylor. Uh, they kind of corralled their offense. And, you know, it's funny how the season's gone. Uh, Oakland beat Warren County. Riverdale put a number on Warren County. Mm-hmm. And yet we're sitting here, Mount Juliet barely squeaked by Warren County. So I don't know if you, that has any bear, bearing on anything of this game to come up, what Oakland's going to be looking for. Uh, but it seems to vary from game to game, uh, some of these opponents. And then you've got the Riverdale-Hendersonville game, which after we saw Hendersonville against Blackman, they scare me. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's some very interesting matchups here uh, in, in this round. And, of course, MTCS goes to USJ as, as well. I'm sure we'll kind of touch on that. But here in 6A, uh, Mount Juliet, Coach Creasy actually said, you know, that their defense is playing better, maybe a better defense than they've had the last few years. I don't. Their offense is definitely not at that same point. So, Rod, with, with that being the case and being at home, Oakland is – more explosive than you know Warren County probably more explosive than anybody else they played Oakland's just so quick uh they are uh, I mean if you look at the odds you'd say it's going to be Oakland I mean they got the athletes and all but Mount Juliet always plays tough they're a hard-nosed team they're always very competitive and they do have quicker a quicker defense so it's going to be a battle and the big thing is, Oakland can't, players cannot go in thinking, hey, we got this, looking ahead to Riverdale down the line, which it may not even be Riverdale. But I would go with Oakland. I think they have the better team because they are so explosive on offense and they're so quick on defense. The uh, Warren County uh, uh, put aside, Riverdale was on all cylinders. Holcomb is back for Riverdale. That Taking nothing away from Kate Hewitt, who did a great job uh, – subbing for him but uh, that adds a, another dimension now Hewitt's the runner Holcomb's the passer but it does help now you've got two weapons that you can bring in if you need to right and you don't have to worry about injuries you got somebody can step right in but it's I'm you know I'm pleased that Holcomb you don't know if he's been out so long but how sharp would he be but apparently he was very sharp the defense uh, from uh, Rossview, I think they slowed down uh, uh, Riverdale's uh, running game, so they needed those 200 plus yards of passing uh, to, you know, to move on out. But apparently, it looks like Riverdale's defense really played an outstanding game. 
shut them out totally. Well, we're going to talk more about this in the playoffs as we continue here with Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Tees. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us. Since 1966, Vans Heating and Air has been a symbol of quality for Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Alton and Jason Fan are there to ensure quality to every customer, even showing up on site. Vans Heating and Air is located on Jayhawk Court near the county school board offices. They ask that you stop by or call 615-893-7930. That's 615-893-7930. For friendly, complete service on Amana, Bryant, or American Standard Heating and Air products, fans will do it all. Sell you your choice of products and then install it with their factory-trained, experienced, professional staff. In the unlikely event you need service, fans will be there with trained technicians. Fans specializes in new homes, custom homes, or existing buildings. Give Fans Heating and Air a call today, 615-893-7930, 615-893-7930. Good luck to all of our schools and student athletes from Fans Heating and Air. From the pit to the plate, Rick's Barbecue is serving up the best meats in Murfreesboro. It's excellent barbecue. Mike Lanning at Rick's Barbecue tells us about their catering. We cater to any size group. We have our main menu, but we would also add whatever they would like to go along with their catering. And they can help you take care of that hungry family tonight. A family pack and a picnic pack. Family pack is a very popular item. Picnic pack will serve 8 to 12 people. Family owned and operated Rick's Barbecue on Warrior Drive just off South Church Street. Hello, this is Coy Young at Las Casas Feed Supply. We'd like to welcome you to our door and hope you find the customer service and expertise that exceeds your expectations. Las Casas Feed Supply caters to all homeowners with a quarter acre to several acres, focusing on premium feeds and dog foods you won't find in box stores. Nutrition is our specialty here at Las Casas Feed. And yes, you can even get milk from the MTSU dairy at Las Casas Feed Supply, the best milk in town. Las Casas Feed on Barlow Lane, just off Highway 96 East in Las Casas. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. People love to see us on the schedule when they have a home game because our fans show up. MTCS President Matt Tiller. The way we travel is just phenomenal. Our parents and our community are fully engaged in our school. When we compete, we're trying to do it in a way that honors God. We want to win. We also want to do it in a way that pleases Him. Providing Christian values and academic excellence in a nurturing environment. That's Middle Tennessee Christian School. Invest in the future of your child. Find out more at mtcscougars.org. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA. Live your best life. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. Welcome back here to Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees. We've got John Dinkins, Brian Barrett, Rod Edwards, and it looks like our buddy Clark's not going to make it tonight. So you know what that means, Rod. Acting commissioner takes over, makes rulings, Whoa. makes rulings, and doesn't even check check with the commissioner. Just makes rulings. I'm ready for a streak now. <laughs> well, you know, you know when um, the, we have a, a secession plan. You know, if if the commissioner is unable to perform his duties, you know, we do have this as part of our 
pigskin picks constitution that rules the uh, the picking. So it, it, that constitution is regarding you and whatever you want to do. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Well, but Clark putting in the late hours tonight. Yeah, that's just uh, one of the hazards of being an administrator. You never know. You can't. It's not a. It's not a nine to five. It could be a seven thirty to twelve midnight. It could be yeah. seven thirty to three. You never know, Rod. Especially that's true. He doesn't have ball games, but he remembers back in the day when we had ball games. And um, I remember yeah, he could when we be doing some contact tracing. When my daughter played, um, my daughter played. I would go to her game and then come back and finish up Rod's game over at my school, Roy Waldron at the time, and. Uh, Rod, sometimes I'd come back and I'd see Rod actually like working the <laughs> working the, the gate and all kinds of things during the six o'clock game. Uh, but we always had I always tried to get back in time for your game, Rod, and um, the boys' game anyway. But uh, that was crazy. That was crazy times back in the days, yeah. trying to see your own kid play and um, you know have, having a school of your own. Uh, we were talking a little bit about uh, the playoffs and COVID and, and those kind of things, and we got to Hendersonville and Riverdale, and you know we've a lot of our teams were eliminated last week, Brian. You know it was uh, kind of called it Black Friday uh, almost, even you know with with um, uh, Smyrna and, uh, and and Franklin and, and losing Laverne and uh, losing Eagleville, although I, I think we thought those would be tough first-round games. But I think it's interesting, Rod, you look up and down uh, Class 6A, the 1-4 the games, there were some tough ones in there. They were. Um, like at Franklin, of course, you all saw Franklin against uh, Riverdale beginning early in the season. Uh, their quarterback had uh, 350 yards and three TDs against Smyrna in the first half. And they kind of slowed down the passing game then. So if you, we've all been talking about, as far as in that, their particular region, uh, Ravenwood, Brentwood, and Independence. But Franklin's even a four right now coming in. They're going to be dangerous for Brentwood next week. Uh, uh, that, that quarterback the they're playing. That quarterback at Franklin's the real deal, Rod. I mean, he's – He's smooth. He can run the football. He's a big kid, can throw it and throw it sideline to sideline, which is always, to me, a big key that uh, the kid can throw. And uh, he kind of does it all. And, uh, you know, Riverdale managed to beat him. At the time, I don't think we realized how good Riverdale was going to be uh, because he kind of burned him early in that game, if you'll remember, yeah. uh, burned the secondary. But in the meantime, Riverdale's secondary is really tightened up and uh, – Kreisky's got those boys playing well, but um, you know every team has got a legitimate superstar on the team, and mm-hmm. I think when you look at uh, Oakland the other night, they were able to bring in Victor Stevenson to run quarterback, which gives them a whole different look. And then they've got Slackter who can throw the ball and run a little bit himself. They've got so many things they can throw at you. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what, to me, makes them so hard to defend because you never know what you're going to get from them. Well, even though we're known, they're known for a wing tee, they'll do every kind of formation you can think of. You know, they're not going to be just follow the plan. They're, go, they're looking for – they do a good job of taking their talent and finding something that will work. It's kind of like it's not your grandma's wing tee, is it? I mean, it's, 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 it's a little var- – some no. variations that Coach Creasy has put in that program. Right. I mean, you know, are you down 
close to the goal line, you need some more beef, he'll do a smokestack eye. You know, you're just, you know, just all types of formations. Uh, of course, the bread and butter, I think, the one that seems to open things up when they're struggling a little bit is that counter, inside yeah. counter. Many times that's you know, they mess up and they hit that inside counter and catches the team off guard. And uh, then once that opens up, you, next thing you know, you're back on your heels because what are they going to bring to me? You know, I, I think Hendersonville, speaking of wing T, um, they execute theirs very well, but it's more of a traditional type of uh, of, right. of wing T offense uh, that you see. But they did a good job with that against the uh, the Blackman Blaze last week. But well, they I, got uh, two good athletes there yeah. that you know we mentioned last week, uh, the Rogue Kid and then Ellis Ellis. Well, you know, well, Ellis is more the wing back. You know, he's good at receiving, but the speed sweeps and stuff, and then Rowe had 160-some yards in that game. So Well, Rowe was boys, just hard to bring uh, down, Rod. Ellis, Ellis was all-state uh, defensive back, so they're both good backs all around. So that's some good athletes that Riverdale's going to be facing. Yeah, I mean, you know, he Rowe just wouldn't go down and would, would just make yards, you know, even after contact. So it's going to be a challenge for Riverdale, but, you know, I, John mentioned this a second ago. You, you bring in uh, Jamison Holcomb, and hopefully everything's looking good with him. He, he had a heck of a game last week coming back. That that really changes the way you look at Riverdale, I think. Right. Uh, I think, too, the, that Hendersonville is more of a run game. And I think uh, Riverdale's defense is really made for a run game to stop it with their front seven. And uh, – that's why Franklin, the quarterback at that level, as we all see the evidence even from last week, he's even getting better. They they can give you more fits. Uh, it's not like the run game just stopping pure run. So that was, that makes the I think that to me it really throws, especially Eddie Holcomb now having the passing game at 200 yards. They haven't gotten 200 yards since he's been in there. But I, to me, I thought. Just reading, I didn't, you guys saw it. It seemed like he was really spreading the ball around uh, to many uh, different receivers. That just makes it that more tough to defend. The game that uh, – I think that game is going to be really tight. I think the keys to Riverdale, they're going to have to keep the ball out of Mount Juliet's hands. They, they need some strong, long-sustained drives as well. And not do go, go three and out because they're gonna they're gonna eat up clock whether they score or not on you. They don't necessarily score a lot of points, but they keep the time of possession in their hands. So the lower the score, the closer to me it's gonna be. Well, you know, really, Hendersonville and Mount Juliet are a lot alike. Yes, they are. Not only they both run the same type of offense. Uh, Mount Juliet had two long drives in that game with Warren County. I mean, they just consistently. But they kept getting their first down, kept getting their first down, got their two touchdowns out of out of two long drives in the game. Where Warren County had the big explosive run, I think 75 yards, you know, with Taylor. Uh, but when they got the ball and they're driving, driving, like John said, you can't do anything on offense. I don't care how explosive your offense, you can't get the ball, you can't do anything. And, and I tell you, if you have any mistakes, turnovers, which Warren County had, they had interception and the fumble recovery and. And those things it sets you back, so you can't 
can't have mistakes when you play a team like that. No, Blackman had four turnovers in that game. That was costly for them. And, Rod, you mentioned Hendersonville and Mount Juliet being similar. They also will throw in a little trick play once or twice a game, and you got to be ready for it. Um, Mount Juliet, I think, did it against Oakland a couple of years ago, or maybe last year. And then uh, Hendersonville uh, did a did a uh, a pass play that nobody was expecting. Went deep, nobody was expecting. He was wide open. That's a huge play in the game. And they'll do those little things. They they they'll do onside kicks as well. They'll do little things like that just to keep you honest, won't they? Well, they did it in the Warren County game right. last week. It, it was a big difference maker. They faked a, a field goal attempt, I think. Right, right. Got first down on the play. Uh, you know, that because number one, they with that offense, they can kind of lull you to sleep, and then they hit you with the big surprise that you're not expecting. You haven't seen before. You haven't seen it on film. You're not prepared for it. And uh, they do have the athletes. I, I know with going back to Mount Juliet, that James Soul was uh, he's being looked at, at at Division One, but he's a speed speed guy who can he's a wing back much like Ellis Ellis you know he's a lot has a lot of speed a lot of pass perceptions and all so people like that can't hurt you if you're not alert I want to switch gears to college football here a minute uh Vanderbilt has a a freshman quarterback I think starting for them now they've kind of said okay we're gonna we're gonna build you know just just build on him and and center the offense around him he made some mistakes he's looking pretty good though and then you've got Tennessee that everybody's clamoring for Harrison Bailey, I think, to make his first appearance in a Vol uniform. But who do they play next week, this week? Uh, Kentucky this week, Florida next. Okay, so, uh, you know, and people are even saying that should have been done during the, the bye week. But uh, where do you see Tennessee – what do you see them doing, Rod, and, and, and with the quarterback situation for them? Oh, I thought you were talking about Vandy. Sorry. So, yeah, Tennessee's they, off no, this week. Okay. They're, out, they're out this week because of the COVID from A&M. Okay, so – I would say that this is the time, if you're going to do it, yeah. this is the time to do it. You have plenty of practice, get prepared. You're going to have to – he has to understand the offense better than what he does. You know, he's going to be, be able to do – um, more things with the offense and be able to read. So, if you're going to do it, this is the time to do it. Not a, not a, probably a, a good time not to have to face Texas A&M. I mean, that's probably a good thing for Tennessee. It may be a blessing. <laughs> yeah, and gives them another week to to get him ready. If indeed that's what they're going to do. And you know, Brian, people are still are starting to call for Jeremy Pruitt's head, and I can't see them doing that though because they just gave him an extension. And they don't no. have the money, I don't think, to do that because they're still paying the other guy. Yeah, and, and they may have one of the best recruiting classes coming in next year. Right, that we've had in a long time, you know. And the first thing you do, you got to get the athletes. He's still trying to accumulate the athletes. I don't think you release anybody on a COVID year. I mean, I I, I can't see, you know, anybody that's going through this. Why anybody would release a release a coach? During this time, no, I, I, that that's that's not going to be one of those calls that happens. I, I, I think maybe Jeremy Pruitt's biggest fault right now, and what what fans have at fault with him is, and I think it's his personality and the way he 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 likes to coach. But if he is entrusting a kid to play a position like quarterback, he wants to stick with him. But I I, I think. He's he's stayed too long with Garantano and uh, probably realizes that now. Is shaking up uh, 
the coaching staff a little bit. And, you know, the the next game's not guaranteed. We see that with COVID and what's happening this week for SEC games are, are being canceled. So I, I think you have to chalk it up to this is one of those years where we need to get better as a team and put a kid in there and let him get some – take some lumps. Yeah, uh, I think that in time and the other ones that they have backups, every time they've come in, they have nobody shown – any kind of spark whatsoever yeah. that you think, well, hey, here's here's hope. A lot of teams you see the freshman because well, there's a little bit of a spark there, but there hasn't been. They come in usually they have a turnover, an interception, you know, the first series in, and and so so you almost have to go back to Ben Tyler. At least he knows the offense, you know. Well, they're playing a much, much tougher schedule this year than they would have normally played, even with, you know, being SEC only. Um, I mean, they they didn't have any favors, and it's not going to get any easier, certainly, for, for Tennessee. So, Well, another thing, the past history is Garantano has played well down the, down the, down the stretch. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's messed up, and then everybody's calling for him to be gone, and then he's bounced back, and I think – Coach Pruitt's been waiting for that to happen, and it hasn't yet. So we'll just yeah, have to wait. And it and did see. last year. Yeah, yeah. And you know, he 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 really played tough, but you know, you wonder why does he have to things go so bad before he really starts really kicking it in. Well, we're going to do that. We're going to talk about uh, our pigskin picks. It's going to be a, a little shorter version because some teams are are being eliminated off our list. And so are some of our participants are being eliminated off our list as we continue here with Primetime Sports presented by IDIS Tees. This is a paid legal ad. Big truck injury cases are more complicated than traditional car accident cases. Big trucks have to follow specific federal regulations, and our law firm knows that law. To aid our clients, we also work with experts in the fields of accident reconstruction and the evaluation of damages. If you or a family member has been involved in a trucking accident, you need a lawyer who focuses on representing people injured in trucking accidents. You need the law offices of John Day, 615-867-9900. Sir Pizza. When consistency is your set standard, the reward is loyalty. Sir Pizza would like to thank their loyal Murfreesboro customers for their continued support. And if you haven't tried Sir Pizza, it's truly an experience that has to be tasted to be appreciated. Stop in Sir Pizza on East Main, Memorial, and South Church and discover what those of us who love Sir Pizza already know. It's good to the very edge. Sir Pizza, you made me love pizza again. You've heard people say, you know your work by your name. There's no better name for residential and business concrete work than Dan France Concrete. From basic slabs to decorative stamping, for your next concrete project, call Dan France Concrete, 615-642-5152. This is Dan with Dan France Concrete, wishing all Rufford County student-athletes a great season. Study hard, play harder, and be safe. Trust me, Dan is committed to the community and will offer you a great product. He'll stand behind his work and make sure you're satisfied with every aspect of the work. Dan France Concrete. Jay Mullins, Jewelry and Gifts on West Murphville Boulevard. Here with Brian Watson talking about the reactor watch. Man, this thing looks indestructible. That's what they've designed it for. They've tested it and tested it. If you've got a tough job, this thing has designed out all the weaknesses. We offer a 25% discount on the reactor to all first responders or military. A company with a heart for those who keep us safe. Jay Mullins Jewelry, 352 West Northfield Boulevard and the Heritage Shopping Center between Memorial and Sulphur Springs. 
Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. Whether it's the blazing heat of summer or the bitter cold of winter, let the Rain Pro professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Conditioning on West College Street keep your home or business comfortable year-round. We service all major brands and in most cases offer same-day service. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Alsop Heating and Air, your Rain Pro partner, heating and cooling contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. For 60 years, Little Caesars has believed that every family has the right to pizza night, which is why our pizza is cooked at 475 degrees, never touched after, and available by non-contact carryout and free delivery. Peace of mind, always. Little Caesars Extra Most Bestest Pizza has extra cheese and the most pepperoni for just six bucks. Only a dummy would pay more for less toppings. Little Caesars in Murfreesboro with four locations. The Extra Most Bestest Pizza for just six bucks at Little Caesars. Pizza, pizza. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and on our iPhone and Android apps. Welcome back here on uh, Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees. John Dingens, Brian Barrett, Rod Edwards, and in our hearts, Clark Blair. Yes. Who the acting commissioner today for Pigskin Picks will be, of course, Brian Barrett, who has done this before. And needs no introduction, really. And, um, in fact, he's already found another error that our, our commissioner's made, but uh, he's corrected it. Well, and he did send over the appropriate documents to be looked at before um, the, tonight's show and has uh, given me the opportunity to give a recap of where we are in our season so far. I can't wait. Okay. Well, last week, and I think this is record-setting, um, John and I had yet another undefeated week at nine and zero. Oh, I'm so bored of that. I mean, this is something that happens every. It happens every week. Jeez, just about. We have had. I. I, I don't remember this many weeks. No. no. That. What's your that record? That's had. What is your record? Um, that's so boring. <laughs> you take well, no chances. Well, Rod picked up a, a game last week. He seven uh, went seven and two. Clark, who went out on a limb. He actually said he was going out on a limb last week. Well, it broke again. Six and three. So, records as they stand right now. In fourth place with a record of 82 and 26, Clark Blair. Mm, Last place. In third place with a record of 83 and 27, Rod Edwards. Mm, mm. Um, So... Then, you know, we just add a lot of numbers after that. And and John, in second place, <laughs> 95 and 15 record. Wow, that could be the that could be the best second place record ever. So, but it's still second. Yeah, but it won't be long. I'm making my move in a couple of weeks. There's like 12 games between third and second. Wow. Yeah. It's almost like it's almost like they're expansion teams, you know. Like Rod and Rod and Clark are like expansion teams, and they're just playing it out, playing playing it out, and we're battling for the big spot. My record is ninety six and fourteen, just one game ahead of John. So you have, as Clark mentioned a few weeks ago, the haves and the have nots. So let's start off with our. It's a good record, though, Rod. There's nothing to be ashamed of. You're hey, only. Hey, John. What was the one time that you didn't follow? Uh, Brian's advice. You're one behind him. I can't remember. It was early. It was really early. Yeah, I mean, it's we. I can't remember the game, but it was really early. We we've been like this 
almost the whole season. Yeah, I can't remember the game, Rod. That's a good question. I'll have to go back and look in the commissioner's log. <laughs> is there such? Our broadcast game uh, tomorrow night coming up is uh, Oakland and Hendersonville. It's at Oakland High School at Ray Hughes Stadium. And um, I'm I'm on the Pats bandwagon here, so I'm, I'm going with the Oakland Patriots. And, uh, John, what about you? Uh, I'm going with Oakland. Uh, you know, you got to ride the horse till you get knocked off. So I'm going with Oakland. And uh, let's see. I guess that would be Clark, and I've got his picks. Uh, actually, Clark goes last. So, Rod, it's you. I'm sorry. No, that's right. I passed him up. I get to go third. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I guess I will take a chance and go with Oakland. <laughs> well, way to, way to come out there. Way to stick it out there, Rod. <laughs> Clark also goes with the Oakland Patriots in that one. Uh, the Riverdale Warriors travel to Hendersonville to take on the Commandos. Uh, we went there last week with Blackman, and, uh, you know, I think you erase turnovers, and, and Blackman's very much in that football game and uh, possibly winning that football game. So if Riverdale can uh, protect the football, I think they're going to get a win at Hendersonville, so I'm going with the Warriors. I'm going with Riverdale. I think it'll be a really good, really, really good ball game. I think uh, Riverdale's probably really improved. Of the top teams, they've improved the most from the beginning of the season to right now. Right now, their defense, they held Warren County down better than Oakland or uh, Mount Juliet. And uh, with the – uh, what's his name? Oh, Jamison coming back. Mm-hmm. The 200 plus yards and the running game that they do have with their two runners. Uh, I think they're one of the top teams in the state, along with Oakland, Maryville. Of course, you, you'd say the three from Williamson County that were tied for first. I have two. Uh, I have I have two words for Coach Kreisky mm-hmm. and the and the Riverdale Warriors. Stop row. Yeah, that's it. Uh, you know, Ellis Ellis had a, a decent game, but it was Roe last week that um, was really tough to bring down there. So you're going with Riverdale, huh, Rod? I am. Uh, Clark Blair goes with the Riverdale Warriors. And let me just say what he, he always he says. Does. Well, <laughs> that's trouble. yeah, yeah. He he's got to go with his wife on yeah. that. So, <laughs> uh, so we know what's he going to do next week if it's uh, as our picks would entail the Battle of the Borough Playoff Edition. Could be interesting. Eh, it won't matter. <laughs> what he, it won't matter what he picks anyway. <laughs> uh, Middle Tennessee Christian School, after losing their first round uh, game with Columbia Academy due to COVID with Columbia Academy, uh, received a bye. USJ, in uh, that's University School of Jackson, also had a bye. So they are uh, traveling as well uh, to take on the two seed. And University School of Jackson is, is state-ranked. I think this will be a very tough game for the uh, MTCS Cougars. So I'm going with the home team in that one. Well, I know getting a bye due to COVID and a win is good in one, one respect, but you kind of wish you could have played a little bit, played that game to kind of get him get him in that playoff mood. Um, so you don't. Want, I just don't think it won't buy us in playoffs if you can get from it. But uh, I, I'm going to go with uh, what's the team? What's the name of the team? USJ. Yeah, that's it. Okay. But is that what you went with? I did. Okay, of course that's what I'm going with. <laughs> the USJ finished up second in the state last year. Uh, their quarterback uh, came back. He he's back. Actually, he was the sub last year. He had over a thousand yards 
passing. The guy who replaced who got hurt had 1,600. They've got a big offensive and defensive line. They're strong. Uh, it's going to really be tough for Middle Tennessee Christian. So I'm going with uh, USDA. Clark as well goes with the uh, University School of Jackson in that. Well, that is uh, concludes our high school picks. Let's go to the college ranks and the uh, Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders travel to take on Marshall. It's an early game. Our pregame begins at 930, uh, the kickoff at 11 o'clock. Boy, I tell you what, uh, and Marshall being ranked, th- this is uh, this is going to be tough. MT- MTSU coming off of uh, COVID situation with uh, Charlotte not able to play. I don't know how that factors in and, and going on the road here, but I think uh, I think it's going to be tough at Marshall for the Blue Raiders. So I'm going with the Thundering Herd. Thundering Herd. I think um, MTSU. I, I just don't think they they'll be able to stay with them. There are so many things going against the Blue Raiders going into this game and. Actually, the herd, the last couple of years, it really should have been called the herd, but they're back to thundering again. So Marshall's thundering herd is back, uh, rated uh, nationally. So I'll go with Marshall. Yeah, Clark goes with uh, Marshall as well. Um, boy, the SEC has been decimated this week with COVID issues. Uh, Vandy at Kentucky, one of the few SEC games going on, and uh, that's the next game to pick here. And um, I think the Kentucky Wildcats will get the victory. I'm going with Kentucky in this one. I don't know that Kentucky's that good, but I can't go with Vanderbilt, so I'm going with Kentucky. Kentucky's a real physical team, uh, defensively, offensively. Uh, And Vanderbilt always has trouble with teams that are really physical. They have a better chance to get somebody who's more finessed and not as powerful. So it's going to be a long day in Kentucky. Kentucky. Have you ever noticed how Rod gives these really good answers mm-hmm. to why he's picking? And, then I'll, wrong. <laughs> and, and then and then I then I go because you picked them, you know that kind of thing. So well, this this pigskin picks makes no sense whatsoever. There's no rationale. Well, this is definitely a COVID year for pigskin picks yeah. too because <laughs> this never happens. Uh, Clark Blair went with the Kentucky Wildcats as well. Maybe, just maybe, the toughest pick of the week. NFL Colts Titans tonight. Oh, it's uh, in I Nashville it was tonight. Yeah, no. it's in Nashville. Um, I I think this is going to tell us a lot about the um, Tennessee Titans. Are are they for real, or did they just get our hopes up in in the beginning of the season? I've got to think that they're for real, and being at home against the Colts, I know it. it it, this is not your. This is not the Peyton Manning Colts. So uh, I'm I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans in this one and cross my fingers. Well, they do have Philip Rivers, which is yes. If you can't get if you can't get Peyton Manning, I'd say Philip Rivers is pretty good. They took a beating last week, and it's a short week. Tennessee's wearing all blue. They're going to win. Tennessee Titans. Hmm. Um. Tennessee Titans went in kind of a low the last two weeks, uh, especially uh, not this past week, but the week before. They really exposed that Joseph just could not keep up, and they Cincinnati really picked on him, replaced him with King, who was a good athlete. And uh, I think we saw a difference 
this past week. So I think they've got things kind of righted a little bit, and I think uh, Titans are starting on another roll. All right. Uh, Clark goes with the Titans as well. Really? Yes. So for one of very few weeks, we are all in agreement. So we'll see what happens. But uh, that's it for that's it for picks. And, you know, next week, theoretically, if if everyone loses, which, you know, Oakland and Riverdale are favored, I would think, in their game. But if they lose and MTCS uh, can't come up with the win, this could be it for high school football. I mean, it's one of those weeks where, you know, you don't have some automatic games going into the next week. We're not playing each other in these games. So, it's kind of a scary week after what happened last week, but we'll have to wait and see. I'm waiting. I guess I guess everybody, the listening audience, is probably waiting for, well, why does he keep following? It doesn't make a move. I'm going to make one move. I'm going for the co-championship. I'm going to make one move, and I'm not going to tell you what week it is, but it's soon. Well, if are you drafting, are you drafting <laughs> Brian, like they do in speed skating. There's going to be a. I'm I'm looking for the semifinal game. Is what I'm looking at, and whatever he goes, I'm going opposite. Well, if, it, won't, it won't be because I don't like the team. It won't be because if it's a Rutherford County team, I'm, it's not because I'm. But I'm I'm going to go. I'm going to go with whatever he goes. I'm going to go against. If Riverdale and Oakland win, we will be. Um, uh, it will secure a semifinal appearance for for Rutherford County again. Uh, if both of them win, it'll be for certain. Um, if, how, many years in a, how many years in a row is that? Uh, I knew that that might come up. Uh, I think it's 26 out of the last 27 years, if I've got my years right. And um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that that is correct because I believe that that – well, being 2020 here, and I think that was 1993 when that started. Yeah, 27 years. So 26 of 27. Unbelievable. And it, and it was fairly early on when that happened um, with Oakland. I, I want to say it was mid-90s, maybe maybe 90, 99. It would have been late 90s. But um, following their 98 championship the, the next year, they were favored to get back and uh, got upset. So. Anyway, that's um, a little playoff history, I guess, there. Good job there, Assistant Commissioner. Thank you. I guess you can do a good job when you're in first place. <laughs> I don't, you know. Well, I had good notes, too. <laughs> and that's going to wrap up this portion of, uh, what is it? Yeah, Pigskin Picks. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back with more of Primetime Sports presented by Ideas T. Stay with us. Craig's Tax Service at 142 Heritage Park Drive offers complete tax preparation, financial, and bookkeeping services. This is Brandon Craig with Craig's Tax Service. We're proud to support all Rutherford County athletes. Craig's Tax Service reminds you that it makes sense to get help with your taxes. Call 890-2233 for an appointment. We've been serving Rutherford County since 1988. Craig's Tax Service, 890-2233. We're just off Memorial Boulevard at 142 Heritage Park Drive. And the Blue Raiders win again. Man, I really need to get some new MT gear. Where are you going? I thought I'd go to the bookstore. Bookstore? I thought you wanted gear. Businesses always put what they're most proud of in their name. So where do you go? Raider Tees. They have tees, polos, hats, chairs, tents, artwork, everything blue for the true Blue Raider fan. They're just off Broad Street behind Chewy's Restaurant on Ridgely Road. Raider Tees. 
Like us on Facebook for early notice of specials and sales. Raider Tees, bigger, better, and go blue. Here's Amy Byers. If you've not been to mtemc.com lately, you might want to check it out. It's got a whole new look, and it is very easy to navigate. Check out Middle Tennessee Electric's new website, mtemc.com. It's a great opportunity to learn more about Middle Tennessee Electric, being able to pay your bill, and check that out for more information. MTEMC.com. This is Steve Martin at Steve Martin Construction. From the plan, designed to build, we know that your biggest investment is your home. At Steve Martin Construction, we'll spend as much time as needed to ensure your custom design home is exactly what you need and want. Give me a call at 904 9639 and see some of our work online at stevemartinconstruction.com. I can guarantee every detail will exceed your expectation. Steve Martin Construction, 904-9639. If your job situation is changing because of layoffs or restructuring, you may have to make several decisions. One important decision may be what to do with your retirement plan. Make sure your retirement stays on track. I'm Lee Colvin, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I'd like to help. Stop by our office in the Public Shopping Center on South Rutherford Boulevard or give us a call at 615-907-7056 for a face-to-face appointment. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. For more than a century, the name Balfour has been synonymous with the traditions of truly memorable academic experiences. Class rings, yearbooks, letter jackets, and more. I'm Josh Houston, and today, Balfour, Tennessee is proud to bring these treasured products to students attending over 120 high schools and hundreds of elementary and middle schools in the Middle Tennessee area. We are proud to raise our family and run our business in Murfreesboro and are proud supporters of our local teams. Come see us at 1829 Memorial Boulevard, Balfour, Tennessee, online at balfourtn.com. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. Glad you're back with us here on Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees. Going to wrap things up here. And, of course, want to thank Rod Edwards for um, his tremendous knowledge. Well, he had to solo tonight. Yeah, I mean, just, just kind of on the hot seat. Just absorbed. I was, I was just overwhelmed with his, with his knowledge of Mount Juliet and Hendersonville. It was amazing. Which, well, why were you yawning? Which, which, which leads to the point: Why is he so bad in pigskin picks this year? I mean, he's so knowledgeable. I don't. I just flip a coin, and I'm in second place. But anyway, we've got a big weekend of football coming up. Uh, Brian, tell us everything that's going to be on WGNS this weekend. All right, so tomorrow night we've got Oakland versus Mount Juliet here on WGNS from Ray Hughes Stadium and Oakland High School, 6.30 pregame. And the uh, kickoff will be at 7 o'clock. Then uh, Saturday morning, Prentice also heating an air coach's corner. We hit the air at 8 o'clock. Uh, our schedule this week on a condensed show, 8-10 will be Riverdale. About uh, 8.30 is uh, Oakland. And just before 9 o'clock, MTCS. And uh, we'll have Cougar Corner at that time because Middle Tennessee pregame begins at 9.30 a.m. The Blue Raiders at Marshall. And uh, kickoff will be at 11 o'clock. So that's what we've got coming up this week. And, uh, you know, I, I, I mentioned in the previous segment, guaranteed, you know, if, if Riverdale and Oakland win uh, this week, a, a semifinal appearance. But just know, with COVID out there, 
you got to keep fingers crossed that uh, I, I guess nothing is a guarantee this year. But uh, looking forward to another great year. All right. Uh, Rod, thank you for uh, being with us tonight. And I hope Clark uh, gets uh, all the work done and he can join us uh, next week. For And, uh, of course, we'll, I'll see you in the morning. Yes, tomorrow morning. And then uh, you and Rod will have our pregame show tomorrow night before the uh, high school football game. All right. That's going to do it for Primetime Sports presented by Ideas T. So long, everybody.